Okay. All right. Hopefully, I'm live, everybody. It's great to see you all. And welcome to CTSS Case Conference, Pancreas Edition, because this is Pancreas Month. So what I'm going to do is show you a few cases, ask you a few questions, and ask you to give a few answers. Okay, let's get started. Um, here we go. Just one thing to tell you is I'm going to talk about cystic pancreatic lesions. So when you think about cystic lesions, this is not the entire differential, but this is the things we think about. Make sure it's not a pseudocyst, right, from pancreatitis. We talk about IPMNs, intraductal papillary mucinous neoplasms. Most are benign, incidental, 5% of the population, but they can be pre-malignant. 3% of IPMNs become malignant over time. Cirrocyst adenomas, which are always benign but can look pretty aggressive. Mucinous cystic neoplasms, or MCNs, best seen in women in their 40s, body of the pancreas, may not look malignant, but are always pre-malignant or malignant, so they're always resected. Neuroendocrine tumors, most are hypervascular and solid, but others can be cystic with an enhancing rim. Sometimes they're super large and have cystic changes, but I'll talk about the ones that are cystic with enhancing rims. And spent tumors, solid and pap pseudopapillary neoplasms of the pancreas, which is something we see typically in females, but typically in their teens and 20s, though we do see them in older patients as well. So let me quiz you now. Okay, first I just wanna get out of the way. This is a cystic lesion of the head of the pancreas. Could it be an IPMN? Yes. Could it be an MCN? Yes. Could it be a um, cystic, a cirrhosis adenoma without any septations? The answer is yes. But this patient had a history of pancreatitis and this was simply a pseudocyst, okay? So always make certain in this case and in this case, you're not working a patient up or doing a whole process for a cystic lesion when it's simply related to pancreatitis. Okay, that's just a reminder. Okay, I'm gonna show you in each of the series a couple cases and then I'll ask you the diagnosis. This first case, there's a cystic lesion body of pancreas, well-defined, about a centimeter, right there and there. The second case, there's a cystic lesion in the uncinate, there's a cystic lesion in the body, in fact, two cystic lesions in the body, and this patient has multiple cystic lesions, and the diagnosis are IPMNs, right? Usually older patients, but not necessarily. You can have them where it's their side branch IPMNs, those are usually the ones we don't worry too much about. They attach to the pancreatic duct, you can have a main duct type where the main duct is dilated more than eight millimeters, high association with malignancy. You can have a mixed type which has side branch and main duct types, okay? Here I say over a centimeter suggestive of a, a malignancy, but now we tend to use eight millimeters, okay? Something to think about. Next case, large cystic lesion kind of looks like it has septations. Maybe with a good imagination, you can say Swiss cheese. There it is in the coronal, very large cystic. What could it be? Cirrhosis adenoma, possibly. Mucinous, unlikely. Too many septations, too many cysts. Adenocarcinoma, doesn't have the look. What else? Spend tumor, again, probably doesn't have the look. Here's another case. Same thing, large cystic lesion. Looks like that Swiss cheese configuration. Mass effect, and it's pretty large over 12.4 centimeters. And what you can see in this case, it has some vascularity, but the main vessels like the GDA are displaced. These lesions can 
displace vessels and not invade the vessels so they can be very vascular. And here's another one, complex cystic lesion with septations. What's the spectrum of what I'm showing you? Cystic lesion, septations, large, no dilated common duct, no dilated pancreatic duct, serous cyst adenomas. Serous cyst adenomas can look aggressive. They can simulate uh, neuroendocrine tumors. They can simulate MCNs. They can be kind of challenging. What about this case? Well, the key here is I'm telling you 40-ish-year-old female, boom, MCN, cystic lesion, body of pancreas, septations. Those are ovarian stroma. Look at the septations on the coronal volume rendered view, cinematic rendered view, and on the axial imaging. Cystic lesion body of pancreas with septation. Yes, I could be thinking about a serous cystadenoma. I could be thinking about a um, IPMN with septation, but location, age of patient, the septations, you got to be considering, you can see in the coronal a bit better, you got to be considering an MCN. And here's another larger lesion. Again, serous is good, but look at about three o'clock. Look at that nodularity. Mucinous is a good thought. Serous may be, it's not a pseudocyst, it's not an IPMN. Look at those septations now. Sometimes I see the septations best in the coronal. So you gotta look at the coronal views as well. So now you have a cystic lesion, body, body and tail of pancreas, large septations. Diagnosis, guys. Let me hear you a bit louder. MCN, very good. Smooth, sometimes thick enhancing wall, not necessarily. Can have peripheral calcifications, thick septations. Again, they're always considered pre-malignant at a minimum. And when you resect them, sometimes they have low-grade or high-grade dysplasia, but they're coming out. What about this case? Cystic lesion tail of pancreas. But look at the periphery of the lesion. You see how it's enhancing? And you can see it very nicely here on the axials and coronals. Cystic lesion with enhancement. I showed you serous cystadenomas splay the vessel, but they don't have the enhancement. MCNs can have a thickened wall, but usually not enhancing. Serous cystadenomas, I mentioned, not that good. IPMNs, if they have an enhancing wall of thickened septations, then you're thinking pre-malignant. Another case, cystic lesion. At first glance, IPMN is in your differential, but then when you change the windows, you do the 3D imaging. Look at that beautiful enhancement around the edge. Now I'm giving you a cystic lesion with rim-like enhancement. And another example, larger cystic lesion, rim enhancement. What are we talking about here, guys? What are we thinking? Cystic lesion, rim enhancement, you gotta be going with dun, 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 a cystic neuroendocrine tumor. Again, most neuroendocrine tumors are solid and vascular, but you can be have cystic neuroendocrine tumors, and they can be a great mimicker and drive people crazy. Okay, a really nice example. Okay, another thing, sort of cystic lesion, tail of pancreas and large, some septations. Another example, large cystic and solid lesion with some calcifications within it. Another case, solid and cystic with dense central calcification. Serious cystadenomas can have central calcifications, but they're cystic, they're not gonna be so solid looking. Um, 
MCNs not good. MCNs have peripheral calcification. IPMNs can be peripheral, not the central, but also it's too solid for an IPMN. So what are you thinking about? And here's another one. Look at is. Very difficult diagnosis, solid, some cystic components, very large, thinking malignancy, maybe a neuroendocrine tumor that's not very vascular. It's a good thought. Neuroendocrine tumors can calcify. But in all four of these cases, what are we dealing with? Well, most of the patients were young females. Now, sometimes you have older females, 40s and 50s and even 60s, but it's usually teens and 20s. And then you gotta say to yourself, it's a spin. Solid and papillary epithelial neoplasms. So you can see how age is important. Female in their 20s, spin. Female in their 40s, MCN. Female in their 70s, serous adenoma, adenocarcinoma anytime after age 50. But again, and here's one last one, cystic lesion pancreatic tail could be an IPMN, but it's large, could be a serous adenoma, possible, can be an MCN, possible, but it's very well defined. And when you look at the coronal views, it's kind of coming off the pancreas, like on the surface, almost looks like it's exophytic, but maybe not even arising from the pancreas. Maybe it's a mesenteric cyst, maybe it's a duplication cyst. Those are really good thoughts of things that push on the pancreas. But a cystic lesion that arises from the pancreas, but from the surface, and can almost looks like it's exophytic, which you can see here, that's a lymphopathelial cyst. More common in men, a little bit older population. The key thing with of these lymphopathelial cysts, if you biopsy them, they can get terrible post-biopsy pancreatitis. They're benign lesions, they can grow over time. I guess you can remove them. If you knew it was a lymphopathelial cyst, you can leave it alone because patients are typically asymptomatic and there's no problem. So I've quizzed you. We talked about cystic pancreatic lesions. We looked at a number of the lesions, some of the challenges in making that diagnosis. In CTSS, there's literally thousands of cases, lots of texts, lots of quizzes, all on this topic because we have this on a daily basis. I see multiple cystic lesions on a daily basis. I think 3D is helpful. We've shown some of that. An article was just published, I think a couple weeks ago, talking about that as well. And it's a real diagnostic challenge. If you're not certain, what do you do? You have to biopsy it, maybe you're resected. You don't want to do resection when you don't have to. So that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed the talk. I hope to see you next time, and I hope you really learn about your cystic pancreatic lesions. And with that, have a great day, everybody.